Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world and it's time. So let's do this. In today's episode, I have the amazing Yasmin Fate here with me. Yasmin is a certified business and spiritual mentor with a mission to raise the vibration of the planet and be a vessel for 5D consciousness. She believes that everyone has the power within them to create anything and everything that they desire in this lifetime once they tap into their heart space. And she's here to awaken the masses to the magnificent power of their heart. I absolutely love the things that we talk about in this episode. Yasmin dives into so much around Around creating abundance during the pandemic, why self-love is a non-negotiable, and how business and spiritual growth go hand in hand. You're going to get so much out of this episode. When you listen, make sure you tag me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe and check out the show notes so that you know where to find and connect with Yasmin after this show. So without further ado, let's welcome Yasmin onto the show. Welcome to the show, Yasmin. I'm so excited to jam out and for all of the gold that you're going to be dropping with us. <laughs> Me too. It is my honor to be here, Stephanie. Thank you. Yeah, I'm super pumped. I know that we do kind of similar work in the spiritual coaching, helping people step into their power, grow their business, all the things. And I would love to hear a little bit about your backstory. I know, you know, we all have like a, a, a story, quite the journey that leads us on our path to our purpose. And I would love to hear a little bit of what that looked like for you, what led you to your spiritual journey and what led you to helping other people grow their business and live out their purpose. Oh, yeah. So I'll start from the beginning. I feel like it all starts when we were kids and that's where my story started. When I was seven, my parents decided to move me and my sister to Iran, which is like a theocratic third world country. And over there you have to like cover yourself up, wear a veil. And as an American kid, it was like a really hard adjustment. And going there, I did not fit in at all. And like my peers made it really clear that I didn't fit in with them either. I lived there for four years and then we moved back to America. So by then I was in fifth grade. And then that was also around the time when 9-11 had happened. Wow. So coming back to America, again, I didn't fit in. I was, like, I was like, oh, America's my country. It's my home. And then I was back and it was really hard. So then I started adopting the story that I don't belong. Like I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of having friends. Like at the time too, when I came back, my 
English wasn't as good because I hadn't practiced it for four years. I wasn't updated with the latest pop culture and all that kind of stuff. So I adopted this story of I'm not worthy and it played through my head all throughout like middle school and high school. And once I got to college, like I remember telling myself like, once I get a boyfriend, like everything's going to be good. I'm going to feel loved mm-hmm. and I'll be happy. And then that happened. I got a boyfriend, everything was good. And then we broke up. And then that's when I hit like my rock bottom where I was like, okay, I've been trying to find happiness all these years. And I thought I would find it like through having a boyfriend that that didn't work. I'm like, okay, this is not sustainable. Like I need to change something. And all throughout those years, like I, when I look back, I was really depressed. And I always told myself that like, you need to change everything about yourself. And like, I hated every single aspect about who I was. So when I did hit that rock bottom, when I went through that emotional breakup, I was like, I need to change something within myself. And that's where my spiritual journey began, my spiritual awakening, my personal development journey. And I've been on that for the past seven, eight years. And, um, it's been like a wild ride, but so life-changing where I've been able to change my story, where I've been able to like look within myself and like pour love on all those parts of myself that I decided to hate for so many years. And now I get to like accept myself for who I am. And this feeling I've had, I don't think I've had probably since I was like a really young kid, maybe like since I was four or five. And it's the best feeling ever in the world. Like, I feel like I can do anything. Mm -hmm. And I like, am so passionate about helping other people, especially other women to be able to find that within themselves. Because when we do, we get to like, we get to literally conquer the world and create any kind of life we want. Mm, That's so beautiful. And I can't even imagine like how you must've felt going through all of that as you were growing up and all of these changes, moving to Iran, moving back here, switching schools, like the, the, I feel like even just for most people during the, those ages, teenager, or even a little bit before growing up period, it can be a little awkward. And people in my experience as well have been, can be really mean in school. Mm-hmm. Kids can be pretty mean. And it can really do a damper on your self-confidence and your self-worth. And so it's, it's, it's just empowering to witness other people who have overcome things. And it's empowering hearing your story of like realizing that you create your own happiness and you create your own worth. So what are some things that you have done for yourself to really rewrite that story I imagine it was not extremely easy going through all of those things and feeling that hatred and whatever anger with yourself, what's wrong with me, those things that come up. Yes. So I, first of all, I decided, I was like, I can't live like this anymore. Like I need to change the way I look at myself. I need to change the way I perceive myself. And like, I was like, I want to choose to feel good. So that's where it all started. And then from there, I looked within myself and was like, okay, what are these stories that I keep repeating to myself? And it's like, are these stories mine? Or did they, did I just borrow these from other people? 
and then learning and learning about my truth, like about who I am and who we all are. We're like these infinite divine beings and choosing to like resonate with that part of ourselves and knowing that's who we are. We have, there's nothing wrong with us. We have no limits and remembering this truth every single day and choosing to embody this truth every single day instead of all the fears we have or all those limiting beliefs we have because those also come up every day but i choose not to give that any attention i choose to just acknowledge it pour love on it because i know whatever those limiting beliefs are those fears are it's just trying to keep us safe and it's trying to protect us but it doesn't have to be my reality so i choose that my reality is my higher self my infinite self my soul that knows that i am like I'm whole, I'm worthy, I am perfect exactly the way I am without having to change anything. And it is a daily practice and I think it is a muscle. Like if we choose this one day, it doesn't mean it's gonna be like that every day. So like having those, like some grounded exercises, like meditating, even if it is five minutes a day to connect to that, to our heart, to our higher self. And my other favorite thing is mirror work, like looking into my own eyes. It's so good. And telling myself the truth of who I am, that we're divine beings, infinite beings, that we have love all around us. And yeah, like operating from that place. Hmm. So is, can you share more about like your self-love practice? Yes. Like, so are there certain things that you do on a regular, like non-negotiable? Yeah. So the biggest thing for me is being aware of how I'm talking to myself and how I'm treating myself. Mm -hmm. The thing about self-love, I think the most important thing is how we feel about ourselves and the way we feel about ourselves and the way we treat ourselves, that comes down to what self-love is. So first of all, it's our language. And like, how are you talking to yourself? Are you being kind to yourself? Or are you sometimes like just being that mean girl to you. And I used to be like the meanest person in the world to myself. Like I had no mercy. I was so critical. So it started with first cutting that out, slowly cutting that out and saying kind words to who I am. So that's why I love the mirror work because I get to look into my eyes, the seat of my soul and be kind to her and be nice to her. And then at the same time, doing things that light me up. So if that is going out to nature by the beach, hanging out with friends. And then another thing I think is really important for self-love is boundaries and having boundaries that are going to support us and not saying, not doing things that are out of alignment and making sure that whatever we're saying yes to is in alignment with what we really want. Love it. Boundaries is such an important lesson that I've learned as well. <laughs> it was actually not an easy lesson. Um, but yeah, being yeah. available. What was that? I feel the same too. Like boundaries was the hardest thing for me to really like adopt and embody because I was like, I don't want to let people down mm -hmm. or I don't want to be perceived this way. But then that goes back to when we remember our truth and who we are like, and then we're in integrity with who we are. We know that that's who we are. So it doesn't matter if we come off as something to someone else because mm -hmm. we know, we remember that 
the only thing that matters is when we know our truth. Yes, I love that. And also we're not responsible for how other people feel or think or what they what stories they're telling them themselves. Yeah. Based on what we decide to share or whatever boundaries we decide to lay down. Exactly. In business relationships and otherwise. Yes, I totally agree. So good. So when it comes to, because a lot of people listening are obviously spiritual boss babes, grow in their business. And I share a lot of similar things um, around like putting yourself first and how self-love and taking care of yourself really is the key to success and abundance. Um, what, What do you share with people that you work with, maybe that are growing their businesses on how to stay in integrity with themselves and build their business around their ideal lifestyle and who they desire to be. Oh yeah. I think like what you just said is so important, like building your lifestyle around who you desire to be. And that comes with also knowing that we, I think we all have such beautiful gifts within us that the world needs our gifts or our medicine. And first acknowledging that we have like all these diamonds, we have all these gems within us and asking ourselves, okay, how do I want to share this with the world? Like, what is my flavor of medicine? What is like that beautiful diamond that the world needs from me? And whatever that is, it's going to be the thing that's going to light us up. That's going to make us so excited to be doing. And that thing that like, it doesn't matter if we're getting paid or not, like we would be doing it all day. So I think it first goes to that and like asking yourself, what is that for you that just lights you up? And then whatever that is, is going to be like a magnet to abundance. It's going to be a magnet to happiness. It's going to be a magnet to attracting these soulmate clients as well. And then from there, I think things align, the universe aligns like your path, each step of the way of what you need to take to create this business and scale your business and be able to work with your soulmate clients as well. And it all starts like within ourselves, like asking ourselves, okay, what is that for me? What is it that lights me up? When I first started my coaching business, I remember like the questions I was asking is like, what what can I do that's going to bring me the most profit? How can I make the most money? And through my journey, I realized I was asking the wrong kinds of questions that those kind of questions weren't really getting the results I wanted. I found myself getting burnt out. I was unhappy and I was like, oh, maybe I should do something else. But then when I switch what the questions I was asking about, what is it that I can help other people with? That was the absolute game changer. And then each step of the way kind of lit up when it was meant to. And I was able to like follow this path and abundance. I feel like follows that like no other. Mm, It's so true. It really does. Um, And I know for me on my journey, I didn't, I, there were a lot of things that lit me up (laughs) and I come across and I'm sure you do as well. A lot of people are like, well, I don't, I don't know exactly what lights me up. So many things light me up. So how do I know which thing to pursue or put my most, most of my energy in or people, uh, think that they need to choose one thing or they have all these tools in their tool belt 
and it actually helps them do the one thing. So what do you say to people who um, they're not exactly sure what to focus most of their energy on in their business, like what's lighting them up? I would start with asking like, what problem are you really passionate about solving Mm -hmm. and how can you solve that problem? And sometimes like, I feel like we have those answers within ourselves. So for example, like the problem that I've been so passionate about solving, I think ever since I was a kid was like helping people be, be happy, helping people find their power. And then after that, you ask yourself, okay, how can I do that? And what, like, what's the medium to do that? And also like, do people need help with this problem? Is there a demand for that? And I think we can ask these questions over and over and over again. Like we don't have to ask it once and be like, well, I don't know. It's something that we can ask on the daily. And then the answer is going to come if we are persistent about it and want to really get deep and know what the answer is. Mm-hmm. I love those questions that you prompted. How can I help people? Is there a demand for that? Like what's the medium for that? Those are really, really good journal prompts. Yes, they, yeah. And I feel like the most important thing is like what questions we're asking because whatever questions we ask, we're going to get the answers to that questions. So we can ask questions like, why isn't this working out? Maybe this isn't what I should, what should I do instead of this? But if we ask more empowering questions, like how can I do this? What is it that I need to learn to do this? Or what am I here to do? If we ask those kind of questions, like we are going to get the answer for them too. So it's like really important to focus on like questions that are going to empower us, that are going to give us answers that are going to support our journey and our end goal. Mm-hmm. Ask better questions and you'll get better results yes. <laughs> and you'll get better answers. <laughs> yes. And so what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned on your journey of self-love, of spiritual growth and of, and of growing your business. Like there has to be some pivotal lessons, I'm sure for you to be where you're at now and doing the work that you're doing. The biggest one is that I'm in power and I'm responsible for everything in my life. Mm -hmm. So I see before my journey, I was really good at blaming people for the way I fell. I was really good at blaming situations outside of myself for my life. But the biggest lesson I've learned, all the responsibility is up to me. Another one is my mindset is everything. And to train myself to have a mindset that is always going to find opportunity in every situation. There's always something that's wrong and something that's right in every single situation. And it's all about looking at what is right. What's the opportunity in this? How can I grow from this? Mm. Another really big one is choosing love, choosing to love myself, choosing to be nice to myself, and also at the same time having compassion for anyone else in the world, even people that I disagree with the most, even people that maybe do horrible things in the world. It's choosing to have a lens of compassion for them because however it is that I feel about someone, that's the kind of energy I'm going to attract. So if I give off, like, let's say if I disapprove of, let's say a leader 
that we have or someone in our government, if I disapprove and I get angry at the decision they make or what they do, I'm just going to receive that energy right back. So it's not worth giving my power away. Instead, I can have compassion and recognize that we're all human beings and we're all we all have a different reality. We are, we're all having a different experience and to choose to respect someone for whatever experience they have just um, may, it's, makes life easier for me because then I get to contain all my power and use my power for good, use my power for love, use my power to create, create and um, bring joy into my life. Mm-hmm. I love that. And because like when you're explaining these two things of compassion and taking responsibility, that literally is like the epitome of like staying in your power because taking responsibility, it means like you're like, you're, you're not um, a victim of your circumstances. Mm -hmm. You're taking charge and having compassion for others means that you're not giving away energy that you could be harnessing for yourself of for like being angry at someone or whatever you're just like nope i'm gonna have compassion and then it allows you to take your energy back i feel yeah and i think that's what freedom is like Mm -hmm. i felt freedom for the first time in my life because of that because of being able to hold on and harness my energy instead of yeah leaking it out to so there's always reasons to, you know, in our outside world, we, there's always something we can find to leak our energy out, to be angry about, to be upset about, but it's about setting those boundaries where it's like, no, like I'm going to stay in my power. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay in the state of love and nothing is going to be able to take me out of that. So beautiful. So, so good. And how do you think that people like standing in your power, how, like in what ways has that affected your business and the people that you work with their business staying in their power? So for me, it's been, so when I first started, it was really easy for me to like get rocked and get upset. Or if let's say I, wanted to make X amount of money and I didn't, it would be really easy for me to get upset and be like, well, maybe this isn't for me and have a lot of self-doubt come up and want to quit and even look at options to do of quitting and things like that. And then once I started practicing staying in my power, I realized, well, I have I'm responsible for the outcome of my business. I'm responsible for creating whatever it is I want to create. I am responsible for attracting the clients that I want to attract. So maybe I'm not taking the right kind of action. Maybe I can change what I'm doing. Maybe I can tweak this. I can tweak that. But at the end of the day, I can create whatever I want. So just because it it's not working this time doesn't mean it's not going to work. And when it comes to my clients as well, sometimes um, I have clients, a lot of times actually like self-doubt is a big thing that comes up or imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And those are some things that I think as humans, we all experience. It's just part of our human journey. And seeing your power, you get to 
choose, like, do I want to feed these fears? This is imposter syndrome, this doubt that's coming up. Am I going to let that be the driver? Am I going to let that drive my business? Or am I going to choose something else? Am I going to choose that empowering thing that I know is going to lead me to my success that I know if I take the action and I work hard and I align my energy, I will get the results for that. So it's about choosing and it's usually easier to go with like the self-doubt, the imposter syndrome, the wanting to quit, the fear-based emotions. It, it's our default. So practicing being in our power and making that our default is an absolute game changer. And it takes daily practice. But once we master that and it becomes our new normal, it becomes a habit, then things become a lot easier too. And I think business becomes easier and we get to Mm -hmm. attract what we want in business and succeed like um, on autopilot essentially because we've mastered it and it has become our habit. Mm. What are some ways that you help people master that? First of all, it's being, it's awareness. So being aware, like what, when, um, let's say something comes up, it's like, are you, um, like you feel doubt come up, you feel imposter syndrome come up. And sometimes this happens, like, let's say a client has a new program they're launching and they're launching it on social media and they're not getting the results they want right off the bat. And then suddenly like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I'm not ready. Um, Maybe I should just take it down, things like that. So it's like in those moments, awareness, like what is it that's coming up? What are you feeling? And if doubt's coming up, it's like, okay, acknowledging it. Oh, doubt's coming up. I'm scared. And then realizing, oh, this is all fear-based energy. This is all fear-based beliefs, AKA false evidence appearing real. So this is not real. What is the actual truth? Mm -hmm. The truth is that you created something that the world needs. Your creation is going to make a difference in the world. It's bringing light into the world. And especially right now, more than ever, we need more light and more love. And us as spiritual beings, our creations are that. They're light and love. They're making a difference in this world. So choosing to see that you are impacting the world, you're making a difference and people need your medicine. So you need to get out of your own way and your creations, your business, it's not really about you. It's about the people that you're helping and the people you're serving and the people that need your medicine. And as long as you're just so focused on you, you don't get to share that medicine with other people. Mm -hmm. And it's about getting out of that like me mentality and getting to that mentality of helping and serving and providing value and essentially impacting and transforming and changing this world. So it's about shifting our focus and mm-hmm. focusing on helping people, focusing on giving value instead of like focusing on ourselves, focusing on all the like, all those fears, all the gunk that comes up and mm-hmm. putting that to the side and choosing not to focus on us, but focus on helping other people. I think that's such a powerful point, really. Um, and that was a pivotal thing for me as well. Because uh, I had many, many moments of going into comparison mode and not feeling good enough or feeling like my program sucked or whatever. And I realized that I was 
really thinking about me more mm-hmm. um, in those times. And it changed everything. Of course, I thought about others too. I mean, I, I you know, that's why I do what I do. But it was yeah. like this heavily like, oh, what's wrong with, why am I not there yet? Or what's wrong with me or whatever kind of things. Self-doubt, un- the, the worthiness, yeah. the worthiness work was really uh, in need. But when I shifted my focus more and more and more and more and more and more on how can I be of service today? What do yeah. they need to hear from me today? Um, it changed everything. And focusing on the excitement of the people that you're serving, mm-hmm. the excitement of the results that they're going to get, and the excitement of celebrating the fact that investing in themselves is a huge gift to themselves changed everything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Especially, yeah, that investing part. I think about myself and how much I have grown and stretched and expanded by investing myself. And it truly is a gift we can give give to someone when they invest in themselves too, because they're going to see how much power they really have by getting stretched, by expanding. And then they get to step into a higher, fuller potential of themselves and then be able to serve and make their own impact as a result of them investing in themselves. So yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. It really is. So what about people who are new to business and like starting their business now um, or during these times, I should say, I know that you're passionate about talking about how to really continue to thrive in our current climate with everything going on. There's a lot of changes. There's the, uh, the great awakening happening. So what are you, um, like, have you had a lot of clients that, um, have been nervous about selling their programs or showing up or putting themselves out there in a big way during this time? I know I've had people that were concerned about it. I've had people that were like, I'm good. And like, this is my time to shine. It kind of lit a fire under their ass. <laughs> yes. So I've definitely had clients who've been nervous, who felt like, oh, maybe this is not the good time. But right now it gets me when people want to start a business right now, get their business up and moving right now. It gets me so excited because it's needed right now more than ever, more than mm-hmm. ever. Like our having a business is like personal development on fire. It's personal transformation. It's healing. So first of all, when you start your own business, you're going to heal. You're going to transform. You're going to expand like nothing else. You, and as a result of that, you get to shine your light even brighter. And right now, that's what we need right now. We need love. We need people to shine their light. We need people to be in their power and having a business does just that. And like Yeah. And like I said before, we all have these like diamonds. We all have these gifts. We all have these medicine within us. And when we choose to start a business, we get to share this with people who are out there who need it. Like we're all here on the planet for a reason. We're all here to share our medicine for a reason. And when you decide to start your business, you get to share what you're here to do. And like, as we're going through this great awakening, we need, we need to step into our power and to share this because this is what's going to help the great awakening. It's going to like help smoothen the process. It's going to help 
make it easier on the whole world. So there is no better time right now. And there's so much abundance still in the world. Like just because we're going through what we're going through doesn't mean abundance has gone away. Abundance is there. It's available. It's a vibration that we can tap into at any time. And having a business also allows us to like connect and tap into that vibration. And the more of us that step up and connect with that, I think is going to be what's really going to change the world and um, take this play, this energy of fear that has come up a lot in the past few months, it's going to transmute and transform that energy of fear into love. Mm-hmm. Are there certain things that um, you recommend people focus on or do to stay in that vibration of abundance? So my biggest recommendation is having a daily ritual, like a morning ritual. Mm-hmm. And you can tailor this to what works for you. But some things that I love are journaling, journaling whatever is going on with you every single day, and then scripting how you want to feel, meditating. I There's a meditation, specific meditation I love. It's called the Twin Hearts Meditation by Master Co. And I say that meditation is like an energetic shower. It's like energetic hygiene, and you can find that on YouTube. So that's um, one thing. Moving your body either be running, having a dance party with yourself, yoga, Pilates, whatever it is to move that stagnant energy, gratitude, a gratitude practice. So I think gratitude can be something underrated, but it's like the holy grail. So every single day having a gratitude practice, because that instantly raises your vibration, connects you to your heart, and then you get to lead from that heart space every single day. Mm-hmm. Having... Um, So I like to go on YouTube and type in like 528 HC Hertz. Oh yeah. Have that play on the background like all day, every day. And that like raises the vibration too. And it um, connects you to the vibration of love. Mm -hmm. Being out in nature, making time every day to even go out five, 10 minutes. Even if it's like somewhere on your front porch that has grass, that's perfect. And also feeding your mind, like mind food. So whether it be listening to podcasts, listening to um, audiobooks, listening to things on YouTube that you align with that are going to raise your vibration. The most important thing I think is like, yeah, coming up with a ritual, a daily morning routine that really aligns with you. Also at the same time, diet, I think is Mm -hmm. important just making sure you're eating fruits and vegetables every day, at least one to five servings and water, drinking a lot of water, especially right now during this time, having like hydrating ourselves so we can be in that state of abundance and that state of overflow. If we ever start feeling tired or brain fog, it's all because we just need water. And Mm -hmm. if we are open to receiving abundance and want to align with that vibration, water is a great way to get us there. So good. I completely agree. And I do all of those things. (laughs) I literally uh, pretty much do all of those things. Music and movement is a huge Mm -hmm. thing for me. And you're right. All all of those things really help you shift your vibration and 
remember who you are and feel amazing and feeling is vibration. Yeah. And then you got the, the embodiment piece or the body piece of like fueling your body so that it can work its best, you know, so that it's hydrated so that you can think clearly and uh, it's all connected. It's seriously all connected. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's way more connected than we even know. Mm-hmm. And that has everything to do with the success and abundance you create in your mm-hmm. life, in your business, in your relationships, all of it. Yes, absolutely. Because we have to have space to receive. If we say we want abundance, it's like, okay, well, you have to be open. You have to have the space to receive the abundance. And these practices, like raising our vibration, we get to create that space. So abundance can come to us because it is available at all times. Like abundance is there. If you want to receive abundance right now, you can, but it's whether or not are you open to receiving it? Do you have the space to receive it? And like having these kinds of practices is going to create that space. Mm. So true. What do you say when people, cause I talk about this a lot. Like I, I know that there's a lot of uh, people that talk about raising your vibration and I'm all about that. Um, I always say like to, to add that just like if you have a bad day or if you're going through something, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. And when it comes to raising your vibration, it doesn't mean that you have to be this like high vibe rainbows and butterflies person 24 freaking seven and you push your shit under a rug. So I'm curious like how you share that with people. Um, and cause I think it's important for them to know cause I, yeah, I used to get really hard on myself when I would go through moments of doubt and I used to be like really mean to myself in those moments or say like, or get frustrated and think, oh, I'm not going to be able to create the results I want if I keep going through this and why is this happening? I already thought I worked through this and, you know, yeah. so um, I'm curious like how you, what you do for yourself and how you share that just so that people aren't overlooking things they might want to look at. I feel like you were just describing me like that. I want to do the exact same thing. So I go through like bad days every single day and like, it was the same thing. I used to be so hard on myself. Bad moments. Bad moments. Yes. (laughs) Like I have those moments every day and I want to like, I want people to know as human beings, it's part of the human experience. Like we're going to experience a whole spectrum of emotions and we're not here to only experience love, to only experience joy, happiness. Like we are here to also experience sadness, to experience like despair, to experience like grief, shame, all of that. And the way I deal with them the daily, like I still get triggered almost every day, but instead of like beating myself up or being critical or feeling bad, it's those moments where self-love is like comes into play um, more important than ever, like giving myself grace. So it's those moments where like, I kind of like energetically like hug myself, give myself love. And it's like, okay, why are you feeling this way? There's a lesson here and there's an opportunity for growth here. Like what is that opportunity? And I've trained myself to be in a place where when those triggers come up, I actually get really excited because I'm like, okay, this is an opportunity for me to grow from this. It's coming to the surface for a reason. So Mm -hmm. I can acknowledge it. I can look at it. I can pour love on it. And when we get to pour love on it, we get to transmute that into 
like a higher vibrational energy. So the biggest thing is like being nice and graceful and then asking yourself why this is teaching me something. What is that lesson that I need to learn? And if we ignore it and like push it under the rug, it's going to keep coming up until we learn that lesson. So if we do it in that moment, even though it's going to be really uncomfortable, it's going to be hard. We're going to try to avoid it maybe by like watching Netflix or, um, hanging out on other people, eating food, whatever it is, like watching YouTube. Sometimes like I find myself trying to avoid it, trying to numb myself out so I don't have to deal with that emotion. But when we do it and then we get to pour love on it, then it goes away. And I think the most important thing is acknowledging like we're human beings and we're meant to experience every emotion. Like we're not going to know what joy is if we don't feel sadness or despair. We're not going to know what love is if we don't experience hate. So it's all part of this human experience. Yes, it is. And the point that you made about the lessons is that's really it. Like everything is here to teach you something. And it's also really to, re- to help you love yourself even more, no matter what. Yes. It really is. Yes. It's like, can I love myself when I feel anger? Mm-hmm. You know, can I love myself when I feel this sadness? And it, it, like you said, pour love on it. That's literally be with it, pour love on it, learn the lesson from it when you're ready. Yes. And I those think are the three steps. <laughs> and that's what self-love is for. Self-love is for those moments, not for the moments where we're feeling really good. It's like for those really hard, icky moments. That's mm-hmm. when it comes to play. So beautiful. I love the way that you explained it. So much gold dropping in here. I love this. So tell me, what is lighting you up right now in life? Ooh, what is lighting me up? Being able to express myself exactly how I want. Most years of my life, I went through life being who I thought other people wanted me to be. And no wonder I was so miserable with who I was. No wonder I was like so unhappy. And right now being comfortable with exactly who I am is, has been the best feeling. And I just hope to inspire others to do that for themselves and express themselves however they are called to be expressed. Love it. I think self-expression is freedom. Yes, it is. It's absolute freedom. I don't think there, yeah, for me, there's never been any better feeling than that, like that feeling of freedom. Yeah, seriously. Well, thank you so much, Yasmin, for sharing so much magic, so much gold in this episode. I feel like we could go on forever. I say that to everyone. I'm like, I just want to like chat and know all the things and hear your story and talk more. But this has been amazing. So many tangible takeaways. Your story is super inspiring and empowering and seeing how you've turned your life around and took your power back and are on purpose is so beautiful. Is there any last things that you feel called to share with anyone and where can people find you? The last thing I want to leave you all with is that you have everything within yourself to create the life that you want and never, ever sell yourself short. We only have this moment right now. So choosing this moment to create and 
live that life that you deserve and you desire. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Yasmin Fate, and that's spelled Y-A-S-S-A-M-I-N-F-A-T-E. Awesome. And I'll leave the link in the show notes as well. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. And I appreciate you so, so much. Appreciate you, Stephanie. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. If you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with, then find me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com. I love you and appreciate you so, so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a magical day. Thank you.